This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Well, welcome back, family, and uh, we continue with part two this evening on the book of praise and the prayer of Moses. And tonight, uh, are you expectant? First of all, let me know, are you expectant? Are you believing God for a breakthrough? How many of you felt that after hearing it this morning that it gave a new revelation of your prayer life, a new understanding of your prayer life? And uh, if that is your case, then comment there in the comments below. We would like to know whether you got something out of the message. I'm going to be continuing along that vein, and we're going to really, really be pressing in tonight and believing a move of the Holy Spirit. Amen? So first of all, let me just remind you once again is that we are on the book of praise for the month of September. And then in uh, starting tomorrow, yes, 21 days of prayer from the 7th of September all the way through to the 28th of September. And we are going to have a great time. How are we doing that, Pastor Johnny? Every morning at 8 o'clock, we will be praying and interceding according to, to, to things that you will be asking from us. And, and we'll be doing that. And it's just going to be amazing. Also remember to join a small group uh, power prayer, uh, 12 subjects that you're going to learn over the next 12 weeks. It's going to be phenomenal, amazing. Family, you've prayed a certain way. Perhaps it hasn't worked. Try a new way. And that's what this is all about. Amen. So let me just take you now to the book of Mark. And I want to read to you from Mark 1. And the Bible says this, talking about prayer, is that very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. I want you to notice three things from this portion of Scripture. Number one, here it is, is that you must have a certain time that you need to pray. One. Number two, have a certain place to pray. To, to pray. Uh, I, have a, I have a privilege that I have a prayer room. I go in every morning into my prayer room, and that's where I would pray. So I would get up at a certain time. I would go to a certain place, my prayer room, and that's where I would uh, 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 pray. And then have a certain plan. Now, in my case, it's very easy because I follow a very disciplined way of reading the Bible systematically every day, uh, uh, systematically. And it's already been done for me. Hey, in actual fact, if you go into a church app, we have a Bible reading plan there for you, and you can just follow the layout there, and that's how you can stay connected and have a, uh, a certain plan of how you are going to read. So let me take this time now to, 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 to summarize what we spoke about this morning. We spoke about the prayer of Moses and why that is so important and that it is a pattern of prayer. And it reminds us it's certain stations as we go through our prayer time, certain stations that we arrive at where we hear then what it is, or we focus on what it is that we need to think on, meditate on, ponder on, remember what it is and what the Lord has done for us. Amen. Many times people just come and they have their list. Lord, I need this, and I need this, and I need this. And I'm saying to you tonight, I'm going to walk you through this prayer quickly, and then we're going to do some interesting things as we go on with this uh, tonight. But I want you to be expectant. I want you ready to tell me what it is that you believe in God for, because we're going to change the circumstances. We're not going to allow... The, econ the economy is not God's economy. God can change the circumstances at any time. Amen, family? So that's what we're going to do right now tonight. So let me just show you quickly here uh, uh, on our screen. I uh, just want to quickly take you to the first point. And remember I spoke about this morning that I said during the time of Moses in the wilderness, 
He took the people to a place where God could give them his laws. Now, we are no longer under those laws today, but it gives us a pattern of how to pray and how to identify. Because Jesus came and fulfilled all the things of the Old Testament, but we can see it through the cross and we can apply it in our prayer time. Amen? So look at this here. Just, just go to the next slide on this here. It says here in Ephesians 6 and verse 18, pray in the Spirit in every situation. In other words, family, that you need to have a prayer in every situation. Like I said this morning, whether it's in your car, whether it's in the shower, whether it's while you're running, doing exercise, whatever it is, every situation. You, you can't say, for example, Pastor Johnny, I'm going to come to a place and now I can sense the presence of God. Now only I'm going to pray. You need to pray whenever and in every situation. If you're going to most probably wait for the right time, it ain't going to arrive. And you're going to say, well, God is not telling me to pray today. Amen. And so we got to be very, very careful, all right, as we go. And so pray in the Spirit in every situation. Find every situation that we need to pray for. And use every kind of prayer and request there is. So there are different kinds of prayers, and there are different requests that we can make of the Lord. Amen, family? Are you with me? So we're going to go to point number one, and I'm just going to recap this morning on what we did. Amen. Are you guys ready? All right. So take notes if you didn't see it this morning, but I'm going to go very briefly with it. As I arrive at the tent of meeting, the place where God dwells, the place where his presence is, and the place where sacrifice will be made, that is the meaning of the tent of meeting. I find myself in the outer court, all right? When we look at this picture, let's just go back there to this picture, and we see, first of all, I have this outer court in this area. This is where I then give thanks to God. So before I bring my lists, family, I thank him for what he has done. Let that always, can I suggest that to you tonight? Let that always be the first thing that you say. Be grateful for, th for what you have. Show gratitude, all right? And so I want you to give praise to God and thank Him for what He's done and for what He's about to do in your life. Amen? And so as I am now in this outer court, I find myself, uh, I find myself at this, this piece of furniture in there, and it's called the brazen altar. It looks like a barbecue, I suppose one can argue, because you would have just seen dead animals, lots of blood all around this, and lots of offerings going onto this brazen altar the whole time. And I remember when I stand there as I pray, I remember that a sacrifice was made for me. And I remember that Jesus, according to Isaiah, died on the cross for me. And he took my transgressions. In other words, the things that I do when I cross the line, the things that I shouldn't do, but I yet I cross that line. He took it for me on the cross. The iniquities, who I am, perhaps the evil things inside of me, the anger inside of me, the things that I shouldn't be doing, those iniquities, he took it away from me. And when the crown of thorns was pressed through his brow, that pain that he felt in his head, he bought us peace. So we can have a peaceful life. And then he healed us because of his suffering, because of his stripes. By his stripes, we are healed. I remember the cross and I remember what Christ did for me. So Jesus, thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for taking away my transgressions, my iniquity. Oh, we struggle with iniquity, family. Amen. Iniquity is something that's in our character. 
we thank him for the peace that is upon us and we thank him for healing in our lives. And as I move on from that place, I move then to the next thing, a bowl of water, which is called the laver. And as you can see here, the water is clear in there. There would be mirrors at the bottom and it would reflect your image as you would see yourself and you would realize the things that you need to, to, to cleanse and you would wash yourself and prepare yourself before you go into the tent of meeting. And you would protect your mind, the things that you think of. You would protect your mouth, the very words that you speak that can be so painful and so sharp and so destructive. Amen. And we see here that at the labor, we offer every part of our lives to God. We offer every part of our lives to God. And then we go into the holy place. You see, now I've done, I'm coming with joy. I come in with thanksgiving. I remember what Jesus did for me. But I also now look at myself and I cleanse myself. I prepare myself. And as I now go into the holy place, now I'm ready to meet with the Lord. But I I notice the next thing is is the candlestick. It's the light of God. It's the power of God. It's the anointing of God in my life. And the Bible says that we uh, Paul speaks to Timothy and says, fan into flame. You know, when you have a fire and it's almost like it's dying, and if you just fan it, then all of a sudden those coals start to, start to glow, and, 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 and they can start to breathe and create life and cook food and, and boil water. And sometimes the embers in our life is just a barely, barely, barely there. We need a fanning of the Holy Spirit. Fan into flame the gifts that has been given to you. So tonight, I declare, I want to just stand still right here at that point, number four there. As the band is playing now this evening, I just want them to come on and start playing from this point onwards. Is that I'm talking to you tonight that some of you are saying, Pastor Johnny, my embers are almost out. I mean, they are hardly, there's hardly a fire there or a a heat there. But I'm asking, Holy Spirit, come and blow on my coals. Come and blow on my coals. Fan into flame the gifts you see you could have the gifts in your life but if you're not using them if you're not practicing them if you're not allowing God to work through you to touch the lives of other people family this is not just to beat me my wife my two kids us four no more no it's more than that God gives you gifts to achieve certain things it's for ministry and so tonight I want to pray a prayer where your gifts are mere embers we need a blowing we need a fanning into flame come on it's not just a coal that's about to die we're going to fan it into flame it's going to be a hot glowing coal that is your gifts if that is you right now come stretch out your hands to me on the television wherever you are on your phone on your tablet on your computer wherever you are come on stretch out your hands say that's me pastor johnny the embers are almost about to go out I need a fanning into flame. I want them to be hot, to ignite, so it can cook something, it can boil something in Jesus' name. Come on, I want that, all right? So wherever you are, stretch out your hands right now. Stretch out your hands right now. And say, I receive. Say, Holy Spirit, fan into flame the gifts inside of me. I take responsibility. I fan also into flame the gifts that you have given me. I receive it now in the name 
of Jesus. Now come on, be empowered. It is yours. It comes without repentance. God has given it to you. What you do with it today is up to you. Amen. Fan into flame. Fan into flame. Come on, fan it into flame in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you received it? I declare it is yours in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. As I move now from the candlestick, I move to the other side of the holy place and I find the next item, which is the table of showbread. And on there would be 12 loaves of bread representing each and every tribe of Israel. And the purpose of the showbread is to claim the promises in the Word of God. Amen? To claim the promises in the Word of God. You see, family, that I don't work again according to the world's standards. I don't go by what popularity says, or what thought leaders are perhaps saying in my life. I've got to take the Word of God. That's my standard. The Word of God is my culture. The Word of God is my direction. The Word of God is a, is, is a lantern unto my feet. In these dark days, man, you need a lantern unto your feet. Amen? So as I'm there with the bread, I need the Word of God, the Word of God, the Word of God in my life. Not only will the Word of God feed me, not physically necessarily, but it will feed me spiritually. Hey, some of us family, you guys know, we do it over Christmas and over special celebrations. You know, we, we feed our spirit man all the time. But are we feeding, sorry, we feed our physical man, but are we feeding our physical man? A spiritual man, a spiritual man, a spiritual man. Are you feeding your spiritual man? Because that also needs food. And that comes from the word of God. I see the gifts of the Holy Spirit on the one side. I see the bread of God, which is the word of God that is in my life. And as I step past these things, I see number six, the altar of incense. Now, as we said earlier this morning, this is where some coals are placed in this altar and incense is sprinkled on top there and it releases a fragrance. Because you see, the altar of incense is where we worship His name. We worship His name. So in other words, we come before Him. We want our worship family. We want our praise, our worship. We want to first of all direct our worship, our worth of Him, His worth. We want to direct it to Him. Because we know who He is. And that's how we can make a demand on God. So when we pray to Jehovah Jireh, He is my provider. Then I'm directing my prayer to Him specifically. I give Him praise. And then it's a sweet smelling sacrifice in the nostrils of God, the Bible says. When I worship Him. When I worship Him. If it is that I need healing, then I, I call on, uh, on that name for healing. You are my healer, my physician, my life giver. And I praise you for that. I give you all the praise, all the worth, all the worship, Father. And it's a sweet smelling sacrifice in his nostrils. And God receives my worship like that sweet smelling sacrifice. My sacrifice of worship. My sacrifice of who he is and what he is going to do in my life. Amen, family. That is worshiping God at the altar of incense. Then after that, I would then go through. I would go through the, the veil that separates the holy place from the holy of holies. And in old, the old days, 
we know that the priest, the high priest could go only there once a year on the day of atonement to make atonement for the sins of the people of Israel. And the blood would be applied on the mercy seat. Look at this here. On this mercy seat, the blood would be applied on that mercy seat. And when God, because in this chest, you would have the Ten Commandments amongst other things in there. And when God looks, because God dwells between the cherubim here, and when God sees the blood, He does not apply the law. And in the same way, when Jesus was crucified, the veil was torn apart. We no longer have a veil that separates us from God. Hallelujah. Because the Spirit of God lives now inside of us. No longer does He dwell in tents and handmade places, but He lives inside of us. Okay, And we experience that in the born again experience. So now, when because there's a replica of this tabernacle in heaven, the Bible says in Hebrews. And so when Jesus went up, he put his blood before the Father. And so when God now looks at us, he sees the blood of Christ. He sees what the blood has done. And because of that, he passes over. And it's no longer your sin that sends you to hell, but it is you not receiving Christ and what he has done for you on the cross. Amen, family. So this evening... As we talk about this, let's just go to the next slide here. The Ark of the Covenant, this is where we intercede for others. The Ark of the Covenant, where we intercede for others. We want to pray for those people that are perhaps not saved, that are not born again. We want to pray for our jobs. I'm going to tonight, and yet point number seven, we're going to stand still here for a while, uh, and we're going to pray together. Wherever you are, I need you now to get ready. I want you to now pray a selfless prayer. I want you in your family. I want you as a family. Won't you stand up? Come. Stand, yeah, put it down. I know. I know. Just put it down. Ken, let's stand up. Stand up. All right. There we go. All right. And I want you to take hands with your family. Okay. If you by yourself, then think of somebody that you want to intercede for. We're going to pray for jobs, for the economy, for returning back to normal in Jesus name. Amen. That's what we're going to intercede now for salvations, for souls, for people to come to know Christ. Those that are far for them to come near. Amen, family. So I want you now, take hands wherever you are and let's start praying. And I'm going to now ask you, I want you to pray, not for yourself, but I want you to pray over the members of your family. I want you to prophesy over them what you know and what you believe God thinks of them. That's what we're going to do. So Pastor Simone is at home tonight. Babe, I'm taking your hand in the spirit here. I'm holding your hand and our children, uh, Tiffany and Travis and Chris and Cindy and our grandkids. I can see them. Here they are. They're all around me. Come on. Grannies and grandpas, you guys know what I'm talking about. New, new daddies, Andrew's new little baby. He's prophesying over that, right, Andrew? Yes, he's going to prophesy over his children. All right, amen. Uh, children, plural. And uh, so we're just declaring that over them tonight. So we're taking hands here. And I want you to pray this prayer. So, Father, I prophesy everything according to the blessings of Deuteronomy over my family. I declare they're coming in and they're going out is blessed. They prosper. Whatever they touch, it prospers. I declare, Father, that the blessing of the Lord follows them wherever they go. I prophesy now over my family that each and every person has a job 
There is new jobs coming, new appointments coming, new interviews coming. Come on, family. New jobs being created for people. The economy has changed, therefore jobs has changed. And Father, we just declare it right now, each and every person in our family. We declare it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We release it now. There it is. We release the anointing right now for jobs, for new business opportunities, for new businesses. The, the extraordinary will become the norm. Watch out, scoffers. The Bible says that I will do a new thing in your day. It will happen so quickly, you won't even believe it. Amen. Are you ready? Come on, prophesy that. I release that now in the name of Jesus over my families. They have provision. They have homes to live in. They have food on their tables. Their children are well adjusted. Their children are in school. Their fees are paid at school. We thank you, Father, for salaries restored to 100%. Father, I declare people are receiving bonuses and increases in the name of Jesus. I declare it, Father, in the name of Jesus. This is my pattern of prayer. I'm pleading and worshiping with you, Father, and I thank you, Lord God. Your word says that I can come boldly to the throne room of grace and receive help in my time of need. Father, I come boldly on behalf of each and every person, each and every family member. Tonight, we come boldly in Jesus' name. We declare that it is done in Jesus' name. They're coming in and they're going out is blessed. They are blessed in the city. They are blessed in the field. Their jobs are protected, Father. They have favor with man. Wherever they go, they don't have to wait in queues. They get promoted to the front of the queue in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you receive that, give the Lord a mighty shout of prayer. Praise. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Now I want you to prophesy over your family. You're still holding on, come on. Pray in the Spirit as you're listening to the sound of my voice. Pray in the Spirit. Yes, Father, thank you. I'm operating in the gifts, fanning to flame the gift, the gift of praying in tongues. And I want to know you to prophesy over your family for their ministry, for their calling upon their lives. So say this after me. Name that person. So I'm going to call out Simone, Chris, Cindy, Travis, Tiffany, Seth, and Connor, all my grandkids. And I am prophesying over you that God's will be done in your life. There is a calling upon your life. There is an anointing upon your life, whether it's in business, whether it's in the ministry, whether it's in the church, whether it is in your day-to-day -day coming and going, whatever it might be, I declare and I prophesy over you as a family, as the head of my family right now. You the head, come, head of the family. I prophesy over my family. I declare them blessed. I declare increase in the name of Jesus. They shall fulfill their calling and they will live out all the days of their life. I rebuke that virus, COVID-19, in the name of Jesus. I declare health in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you that you are leading our government, our president. You are leading them, guiding them, giving them understanding and vision, Father. I declare in two weeks' time, I declare in two weeks' time, I declare in two weeks' time, Father, that we shall be back at church celebrating, worshiping in the name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, come on, I can't even hear you guys. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. So let's just declare this as we conclude. Father, I release the blessing. Like Abram, like Israel, would release the blessing over his sons. 
I release this blessing into my family. I release it over my children. I release it over my grandchildren. I release it over my job. I release it over my, my bond that needs to be paid. Your bonds are paid. You have food on the table. You have more than enough. Your money is coming in the name of Jesus. I declare it. I release it now in the name of Jesus. And if you agree with that prayer, come on family, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. 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 And that's what I want to share with you tonight. Every day, won't you find a pattern of prayer? Identify with what it is that you're praying. I mean, how can you intercede for the people in a country perhaps where they're living off a teaspoon of rice a day and you cannot identify with it? Find something on how you can identify with prayer. Amen. That's how we make intercessory prayer. Tomorrow morning, we're going to have an awesome time. I want to remind you folks, 8 o'clock, starting our 21 days of prayer if you want to fast over this time you can do that go onto our website there are some resources but we are focusing predominantly to pray we want to pray for those that are far away from God and we want to pray for those that need God amen family as a church we want to bring the message of reconciliation amen that's why Jesus died so remember also, if you say, Pastor Johnny, I would love to join this uh, small group curriculum, Power Prayer, 12 amazing topics. Please, once again, text us 4991, say groups, uh, yes, groups or curriculum, whatever it is that you would like to put in there, and we will make contact with you in the days to come. Amen. Are you guys ready? Every head bowed, every eye closed as I conclude this service. What an honor and a privilege it is. For me to pray for you and perhaps you've joined us today for the very first time or perhaps you've been watching for a while and you know that your life is not right with Christ in actual fact you say pastor Johnny I don't know who Jesus really is but I realize that if I want to live an overcoming victorious life I need to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior I want to preach that to you tonight you have to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior and secondly if you say but Pastor Johnny, I have backslidden so much. I've just drifted so far away from God over these last couple of years. I'm not sure if I were to die today whether I would go to heaven or hell. Or thirdly, you say, Pastor Johnny, I would just like to have assurance of my salvation. I know that, hey, if something were to happen right now, I would go straight to heaven. It's important that you must know that the Bible says in 1 John 5, 30, that you must know that you have eternal life. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to pray now for each and every person. That raise, uh, that's going to raise their hand. And I want you, if you say, Pastor Johnny, I want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want to make my life right with Him. Or I want to have my assurance of salvation. At the count of three, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand or to say, that's me. Or inwardly say, Lord, that is me. Are you ready? One, two, three. Quickly, wherever you are, raise your hand. Say, that's me. Indicate somehow, even if you're sitting alone, Pastor Johnny, I'm alone. Just put up your hand. It's a sign to the Lord that you mean business. And so let me pray with you. It is my honor, my privilege to lead you to the Lord and to reintroduce you to your Lord and Savior. Say this with me, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on a cross for me. You took my place. You went to hell in my place so I can be free. I receive that today. I declare you are my Lord. You are my Savior. I believe it in my heart and I confess it with my mouth. And from this day, I promise to serve you with all of my heart. 
Now, friend, if you have made, or you said that prayer, I want you to know that you are saved, you are born again, you are going to heaven, and we'll see you in heaven one day, all right? If we, whichever one of us goes there first, you'll follow, and we'll see you there. Amen? God bless you guys. It's been such an amazing time. Really enjoyed it. If there's anything that you would like to contact us about, 4991, follow the, the instructions there, and we'll get uh, and uh, connect with you in the days to come. But it's been great, and I trust that you, that you receive the word tonight and that you can apply it in your life. Amen. So God bless you guys. We'll see you next weekend. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.